Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the ultimate football show by fans, for fans. It's unfiltered and it's funny. This week on the podcast, we talk Jurgen Klopp's interview. Was he hung over or is he just really, really bitter? The race for top four. Who is going to make between Manchester United, Chelsea and Leicester? Who is going to get that final place? And ahead of this weekend, the North London Derby. Is North London red? Yeah, of course it is. Arsenal versus Tottenham this weekend. It's Arteta versus Jose. Who is going to do it? You've made it back. Thanks for coming. It's Football Pony. And welcome back to Football Pony. I nearly forgot the name there. I'm Stephen Mullen. And I'm Rob Powderly. We are here in Rob's beautiful brand new apartment. And we've got football on in the background, which is great. It's Bournemouth versus Tottenham. And uh, it's another shy performance from Spurs. 15 minutes of absolute bombardment. Bombardment. Tosh, ladies and gentlemen. But let's get on with the first segment. We're going to start off this week with an interview. A fantastic interview. Beautiful. With her Jurgen Klopp after the Manchester City game. What did you make of it and the way the game panned out? I think I, I, I understood <laughs> your question in that manner that you were not sure how much it means to us, this game, or how much we are... Not sure. He, what, he what did well. you mean by the I question? Don't, he he knows very well. He's so Pretty irritated. Said, I know, I know. We're, we're all human beings. Exactly. We won't, we won't but that was it. more... Fun. I understood it like attitude-wise. Are we really... Is, it, is the game important to us? How will we go? And I saw a brilliant he attitude. Him, I saw yeah. boys who were fighting with all they have. We, did, we didn't behave like somebody who became um, um, chairman a week ago. So, like, it's not important. So, we, that was all good. We lacked... Andy Robinson in this game was sipping Stella some on the water break. It's actually mind. like that's, bad lying. Well. That's interview. what they used. Then the I pitch becomes like. big immediately. So first, he's like, all, I didn't understand some of the question, but you did, um, and you said you did. Felt like five minutes alone in a challenge with Sterling. They need There must be a second player. I think before the second goal we lose the ball, the third goal could have been a... You remember, shut up, no you sense, remember. That can happen, but just against City, you have their massive problems. Um, they used their chances, not all, but a lot, and, and we did. Should have been five, so no. if City was a 100% deserved winner, of course, today, but... A, like a 5-3 three. Three where's he going with like three that? like there's I, no I would have, like, I don't would have remember been possible as well <laughs> so it doesn't make the, resu- the, the things better seems but to remember Alexander Arnold's free and, um, kick we have to yes. take that and we do that about 40 and years wide 
at nil nil, did you have decent chances yourself? No, no me. shit. He's interviewing you, Jurgen. You asked you asked him a question, Jurgen. He asked you a question. We had moments. That's but you works. watch a game completely calm. Why you ask me if we had decent chances? It makes no sense. This question. We, we have decent chances. Ask me about them. You have to so name the shots on target. Like we this is this is one of the things that managers do when it's like. You asked me, we had good moments, we had good moments. No, but Jeff is asking about shots. Name the chance that you missed. That just name them. Name them by time point. It's a good moment <laughs> like for us. Goalie comes out, takes full risk. It's Where were they, Jürgen? The Where were these shots? So maybe and, um, these kind of things, we had them, but for sure not exactly as often enough. And how always in football, if you don't score, it's difficult to mention because there chances. Because there was none. <laughs> because um, everybody forgets them immediately. Even I forget them. them. Look, it's like yeah, 20 minutes after the, the game. It's okay. I forgot it's them. Nice. It's not what we wanted. But I wanted to see that we, that we have really the right attitude. And I saw that. And with that, I'm fine. And the result... Yeah, you've no choice. That's yeah. how it works. In any way, do you have to put it in perspective at all? The fact that, as we said before the game, you saw the attitude you want, you saw the things you wanted, but... You've just won the title. Do you have to apply perspective at all? He knows oh, well. Now he can't hear. Do you have to apply <laughs> perspective at all? What does that mean? Oh, now he doesn't understand English. English. He doesn't understand English. He's still fucking hammered. Let's in terms of perspective, in, you've just won the title. You said they were quicker in certain areas yourself. You were happy with the attitude of your players tonight. If you want to lead this story <laughs> in the direction that we were not here with you our... You weren't, Jürgen. We were not focused on that game. Then do it. You got fucking so spanked 4-0. I mean, I speak about attitude. I like my, I like my team. How they You've lost 50% I, I of your games in 2020. If you go again with that, we have to... I think we proved that point. And we proved as well that City is an unbelievable yeah, good team. So, isn't it nice? A couple of teams league, since uh, this interview. Another yeah. team can be champion. But I don't want to talk about it. It is 50% of the games they've lost. It's Everybody crazy, is that. Football. That's, that's a, a surprise as well. I was about to say, you also have to give credit for how well City played tonight. Ah, I forgot that, maybe. <laughs> it does look a bit yes, more. Yes, I said it, I said it. City is outstanding. I said that. I have absolutely give credit. By the way, I do that always because they are incredible. I saw City's season. I didn't see a bad game. Honestly, even when they games. lost, they still played really yeah, good football. they've lost more than Arsenal this year, but which is crazy. Is it eight? Um, yeah, the situation is like it. Well, so welcome. Well, see, at the end, welcome. He was so bloody annoyed even that at was the, nine uh, games, I guess, yeah. They've lost... lost it was I I I, I, I thought it was hilarious watching it, but it was also I thought it was really disappointing as well. Well, look, I think um, they're cha- I mean, they are champions, and the bitterness in that chat and the annoyance of it, like, is is that just? Do you think that's just a case of somebody defending their players no matter what? I think it's the expected narrative of Liverpool going there, knowing that they'd won the title. Mm. Everyone saw them out in the lash the week before. Yes. They came into a riled-up Man City team that gave them, and let's let's be honest, probably the worst guard of honor. Did they? I didn't actually see it. Well, no, it was just brilliant because there's no one else there. <laughs> yeah. It honestly looked like if there was a lot of green screens around it, it would have looked like a scene from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when they come back in. Yeah. In the fourth years, when the fourth years come back right, in, right? Yes. All the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. First to third years. That's exactly in. what I thought straight away. Harry Potter. And actually, this, the, <laughs> the pitch could have been used as a as a green screen. You could have stick, <laughs> stuck Hog, Hog, Hogwarts into there, but uh, no. And look, Liverpool have won a couple of games since that interview, but I, I just think it's going to be an s- interesting snapshot into next season mm. to see how things materialise. Um, you know, Klopp clearly was just a bit pissed off there. He was, he was pissed off, but he, he was weirdly pissed off. Yeah, very petulant. But like, it's very un... Like, I've seen it in him a couple of times, and usually, usually let's be honest... The pet, the one who's really narky, narky, and not really good at hiding it is Pep, 
Pep Guardiola in his interviews like, yeah, I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah. He's scratching master. his head like, and he's trying to like, and, uh, he's he's going absolutely mad. Uh, but like, Jurgen is the one for laughing it off, etc., etc. And uh, it's all right. He's usually one for laughing it off. But that was like that's his first game after officially winning the league, isn't it? Yep. Yep. That's the first game back yeah, after, yeah. and he's just so fucking bitter. Just inc- like pissed off, and, and I think look. I suppose the last the last podcast turned into a bit of a melting pot of Bastion Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. hatred, which yeah. which I really enjoyed. Yes, um, of course you did. But that's not what we're trying to do. To do uh, well, I'm certainly not. Trying. They've won. They've won their couple of games yeah. since that. But I think what it does show is that you know if things start to go a little bit pear shaped next season, yeah, and, and yeah. it it it's, he's it's not reacting well. It's going to be a different league next season. Liverpool have been quite poor in 2020. Yeah, well, I, I say quite poor by their standards compared to their 2019, including the season before this one. You know, they've been. It's been shocking 2020. Really. Like, if to lose 50% of your games is pretty. Yeah, in the league they've still been really solid. I guess they've yeah. lost three three times in two seasons, which is which is pretty mad. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is that it just gives a flavor. You know, if I was to see that as a Liverpool fan, yeah, I'd be like annoyed at how some of the questions may have been posed but i'd also be a bit concerned you know can you deal with that pressure if for example you go into a title defending season because liverpool they, they haven't got a clue how to defend a title yeah you've won yeah, a title yeah. but but the great teams know how to defend a title as yes. well i guess yeah. but you know it's, it's just going to be interesting to see how you know, is that a, is that a, a touch of what we're going to get next season when Definitely. the likes of Chelsea start coming up? Because no doubt, if they sort out their their shit at the back, yeah, you know, you've got a. But also, I think that like I I didn't even think it was that it was that annoying the questions he was asking because he was referring to the interview that they had before the game where he was saying we're absolutely up for this we're focused or blah yeah, blah, yeah. blah 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 and. Those things might be well and good, but he's just asking, okay, you said you were super focused, et cetera, et cetera, but you just got spanked. You can't say that. You know? And then you start <laughs> but you just got like, bent over your mummy's yeah. knee with the wooden spoon and given a naughty little... Right? A little ta-ta. <laughs> and they, they really were hammered, absolutely hammered. Yeah. And yes, they've won the two games subsequently, but they were like... I saw the Brighton highlights last night. You know, they were lucky to be, you know, to win that game. Could have been 2 all. They could have gone 3-2 up them, Brighton themselves. They didn't finish fantastic chances. Fantastic goal by Brighton as well. Unbelievable. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so, and they have lost 50, they've lost five out of the last 10 in all competitions. Um, so, it's not as if they're in good form. No, they're not. But, I guess, the Liverpool fans out there, listening to an Arsenal Man United fan basically <laughs> completely rip apart but we what they've done. <laughs> Look, let's let's be honest. Again, going back to last week, they have won it, but what? Again, it just, it just goes back to the thing. I remember when United were winning it year in, year out, and then you'd have your seasons where it'd be three or four seasons without it. Yeah. Um, you know, That's when we piped up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Alex Ferguson, you know, typically would... Yeah, he'd have his moments... Um, I, I, I'm trying to even recall if there was anything even remotely similar to that. I mean, Arsene Wenger had. I suppose they've all had their sour moments, but I just yes. think that was a that was bit particularly that was particularly sour considering it's their first game back after winning the league, and considering the narrative that he's always played about the book. Yeah. Because there's plenty of times I've seen him after games, kind of going, um, you know, I thought we were fantastic when they weren't, and and but you kind of accept that. But this was particular, like you know. You know, he could have played this off and gone, look at, 
you know, we've had it. We've had a, We've had a few pints. You know, the last yeah. week it was hard to. If he admitted, goes, it was hard to get up for this game. We weren't necessarily on it. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Then, then there's no talking point. There's nothing to talk about. But he's already narky, and you're ruining the winning of the league already. And City are kind of putting a stamp on it on for, for next season. They're in bad form, and now you're getting bitter about uh, about uh, you know comments that you made before the game. Just f- laugh it off, like he usually does. Just have the crack. Yeah, you know you've <laughs> you know when you know United United have gone and gotten absolutely spanked. You're in bits. Well, actually, in saying that, on the other side. When you do lose, what you don't want is what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was doing before Christmas, where yeah, the big smiley head on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I suppose there's you're just trying to get a, a middle ground where definitely, but they they have just lost manager. that game, but they've also just it's the first game back after winning the league. Yeah, and just it, admit it. It doesn't, just say, it doesn't bode well for next look, season. I have to say, you play heavy metal football apparently. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's not Dutch. Sorry. <laughs> no, he's not Dutch. He just. But he if was he was so Dutch, English. I I don't understand his question. It's, it's like it's, no, you do, Jurgen. Sorry, I don't speak English. He literally said, "Sorry, I don't understand the English." Or now I don't speak English. No, you do. <laughs> speak better English than people in England. Sometimes you've got yeah. very clear English. It's all right. You've won your two subsequent games. What I would like to see is, I, I just, I just think we just need to get into next season. I'm very excited for yeah. what the situation is gonna is gonna look like. You know, the teams. I think, I think from from what I recall reading, Liverpool aren't planning to buy in anyone. Yeah, as far as I know, and it's hard might, for for anyone at the moment. Uh, uh, you know, well, with the with the current thing, yeah, the current sitch, but. Uh, what do you think about sorry, about this Liverpool team though? What do you think about they they definitely need to um uh they definitely need to 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 add to the squad. But I I also have a feeling of uh, um <laughs> uh, by the way the Spurs are still playing shite in the background here. <laughs> but what do you think of I think this Liverpool team is they've this is kind of let's say their third season of these players. Yeah. Nobody's been massively injured. They've they've won the Champions League last year and they've won the league. Their form is now beginning to dip. They do need to add, but I don't think anybody's really going to add. Jurgen Klopp's sides have a like he was in relegation zone after the Dortmund team that he won the league with. Mm-hmm. The next subsequent seasons, it's been said that his teams burn out. So for this rock and roll football, it's not sustainable over. The way Fergie would have continuously won leagues, for example, um, and also football is way more competitive than it was back then. I kind of do you think this might be the beginning of the um, <laughs> Liverpool fans? Obviously, do not think so. I probably would say next season, no, they're going to be up there. They just have a fluidity about them that other teams went well yeah. by the last few months. And excluding those three months of lockdown and all that kind of stuff, uh, no, they're going to be up there. They've got a couple of lads coming through the youth system. Um, That's very true. They have got some top lads coming through. I can't name names because I can't remember them. <laughs> Jones, they, Jones just signed. Uh, oh, this gets kicking off here in the Spurs game. Sorry to divert here, but wow, it's pretty aggressive. They're going to be looking for some. Uh, there's definitely going to be some bookings here. But um, is it Dembele's getting to, into a Lamella was holding his head shirt. Ooh, Sissoko. It's probably the dive that he went for. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what's but happening uh, here. The referee is, is about to scratch his bum, the right back pocket. He's. Uh, I feel that he's wanting to reach back there for the red. The, the can is very oh. poorly placed. Let's be honest. Yes, the, <laughs> the can. The old spray back. can. For those of you, obviously, not watching the game, and you wouldn't be anyway in real time to this podcast, 
the little spray can that you have for the pitch. For the white markers that the, the white rice mark- put on the pitch. Just two, just, just, two, just two yellows here to confirm. Just the above the buttocks. Just above the buttocks. But anyway, you, you wouldn't think- want to sit down. No. Sharply, that would be very painful <laughs> on the coccyx. <laughs> so Liverpool definitely going to be up there next season. Probably not going to make some signings. They got good young fellas coming up, but yep. that leads us into our next one, which is the battle for top four. Yeah, so the top four, top five, possibly. We're going to have to wait and see. We're still Can I just say it's sad that we're not in this conversation as a, as a gunner because it's officially over? <laughs> yeah, I think the, the lesser result the other night, which, you know, as we were chatting away, I was really hoping for an Arsenal win. I've never got so many text messages from United fans in a long time, I we have to say. We were dying for Leicester dying to lose. For, yeah. It wasn't so much about Arsenal winning as yeah, Leicester losing. No, Leicester losing. I know. I get that. <laughs> um, you know, but but look, it was uh, it was what it was. I thought the the game itself, Arsenal were very dominant. But I mean, we can get to that, and I think yeah. I'd be certainly interested to uh, have a bit of a chat. Definitely about the Arteta comments on the <laughs> Nketiah. <laughs> well, not so much the Nketiah incident, but the but why was he wearing Vardy. clothes to go to to, to coppers that night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like such a farmer I mean, up to Dublin for the day for the fucking guy. <laughs> Jesus, off off on the 9th of December for the shop, <laughs> the Christmas shop. <laughs> well, boys, uh, crack <laughs> out there to, to pennies. Um, <laughs> but yeah, top four, top five, whatever way you want to look at it, we'll, 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 we'll take it that City will get the ban overturned because, you know, let's just, pres- let's just presume that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a tight, tight situation. Um, Chelsea look like they're sort of pulling away at the moment. What is the gap between Chelsea and... Uh, five points. Know, so, oh, right, right. Wow. So, it's five points, so that's yeah. serious. And there's only four games left, five games left? They're Chelsea of four, United play tonight. Yeah. Um, so, that's going to be... We're playing Villa tonight. Grealish scored a banger against That's right, I remember that. In the reverse fixture. <laughs> Top corner, De Gea did nothing. Yeah. He did fucking... Yeah, he did fucking nothing. Yeah, you do fucking nothing, De Gea. Sit the fuck down. Fucking David. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down there, you're not getting your name near. <laughs> the fucking thing cool over his head. <laughs> it did. He did nothing. It was a shite. Three points attempt. for United tonight, do you think? It's uh, at Villa Park. Always tough to go to, even if there's no fans there. Not too dissimilar way uh, to normal. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I would hope we'd have enough. I, I, I would... <clears throat> assume Solskjaer will play the, f- the starting 11 again unless there's an injury or he's trying to rotate. But You're on good form. Yeah, there's no reason to do that. But a win tonight puts us a point off Leicester. Um, that's why, I mean, look, if, if Leicester had to drop the points, we would have been ahead on goal difference. Mm. And just to be on equal games mm. and still in the top four, it puts it into your hands. But it looks like Wolves are gone. You know, if they had a... I think they are out of the race. Lost two games if now. They, if, if they won last night, they would have been on equal points with United. Would United have a game in hand? Sheffield United, as we know, dropped off, but are starting to come back into form a little bit. Mm-hmm. Big win for them. Because um, they started really bad when they came they back terrible. originally. Yeah, yeah. Even we beat them away. Jeez, they, were, <laughs> they were almost as bad as Liverpool against City. Yeah. 4-0 defeat that we've... <laughs> It's always back to Slayton Liverpool. <laughs> Almost as bad as them. Uh, do you know what I'd be interested, actually, just on that note, just seeing Jordan Henderson's replay, um, or highlights, sorry, of that game, um, or of the season, it would be... Of, very, the, of the City game? Just in general of the season, yeah, you know, right, yeah. impactful passes by Jordan Henderson. Yeah. But anyway, um, 
dig 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 it would be a very short opinion. but yeah look, look i think i think with the uh, with chelsea we'll start with them in third i don't think there's much discussion around city they they should be pretty much comfortable yeah, in second no, that's, they're going to wrap that up yeah but uh, we'll, we'll have to see what happens chelsea chelsea have a good bit of fight in them man um they they're really interesting man aren't they they had a big defeat and big not in terms of the results the score sorry but a huge defeat against West Ham. Yeah. A game that you would have thought that they would have just rolled in, rolled out. Yeah. Hands up, hands down, back yeah. up. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, Frankie, baby. and Keep Fra- rolling, rolling. Um, yeah. Actually, Fat Frankie, rolling. It's good. Wow. Well, Ouch. Poor Fra- well worked. Do we, do, can we just get like quickly on the, on the Fat Frank issue there? Is it like, do you genuinely ever think it was, he was fat? I thought no. he had a big arse. No, he didn't, right? No. I always thought he had a big arse. Who cares if he was? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah no it, it doesn't they weren't necessarily saying it as a bad thing the fans when they were singing it to him i think they were just saying it just has the letter fat. f in it yeah <laughs> fat and frank that's all it was and it, it kind of rolls off the tongue if you're from london fat frank fat frank you fat bastard fat frank did, did you, you think um yeah so he gave, he gave them a bollocking after that game he gave them a bollocking i think it would be a good idea to maybe have a look at his interview let's, against west ham let's um, have a little let's have a little listen to old frank Goma. he was he was good at it as well because it was west ham that's where he came it from. was west ham and look again this was last week but i think the reason why i think this would be a good one to listen to is i think it shows it shows that he wasn't just going to sit around and take it even even though he's new in the job in the yes. industry, should I say? Yes. You know, he derby into Chelsea. Yeah, it's what I would wa- would have wanted yeah. to see. Um, Honesty, which Klopp didn't, which is exactly what Klopp didn't do after the uh, after the City game. Little, he just got a little another dig. <laughs> <laughs> just, right, sure. Look, we'll have yeah, a look. let's have, have a listen, listen to this. this. Yeah. Frank, obviously not what you were looking for, but what are your he's thoughts? He's sucking his lip already. <laughs> Big um, lick there at the start. Yeah. I had a story about season because it's been a good season, but there have been so many of these moments. I explained it clearly to the players before we go and already have a good restart, the players three good results. <laughs> I explained yeah. it to them. Opportunity today to go third, um, but you have to do every part of the game to oh, get results in games sour. like this. You, you can dominate possession, which we did most of the game. Um, but if there are moments where you switch off, if you go one nil up and then make two or three errors towards them scoring a goal to go one one just for half time. You're going to encourage teams on, and it's been there. I'm, I'm very aware of it, but the players at those moments have to show an extra mentality, see, an extra bit, yeah, yeah, to to do the bit to, bit to of see a game through. Players, like this when, you, when you have a lot of domination, yes, as well as making you angry, does it also frustrate you? Because when we spoke before the game, you sounded a note, of course, and you said, "Question to know you more." As well as being angry, you, unless you're at it one hundred percent. Yeah, and I get to see the difference anybody because it's my job. the microphone. I've seen us play great games. Um, but then I've seen us have moments, like I keep saying, where there have been opportunities around us to to um, to capitalise on a situation, close a gap, jump a team, and that's the difference for us at the minute. And uh, a smile there from yeah. that shows how much work we've got to Just do. Just for those of you, is it a mentality? Is it a finishing or is it a overall thing? There's without a doubt, you could tell a good group of lads and players in there. Yeah. But when you when you analyse and see uh, a lack of consistency. <sighs> And when you say we can play really well, Manchester City, fantastic discipline, work rate, um, right eye lots of talking, good things. Like and then this year this we really this this like this this West Ham. So, yes. again, shows the work we need to do. Could you have done better for the winning goal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Um, yeah, we could have not let it go in. You feel <laughs> yeah. like we're the team that's going to win the game. We're, we're dominating, but you but always you done better for that goal. You can see it. Yeah, we could have stopped it from going uh, in. The same snap. Open up to try and uh, score that winning goal. We have to be ready to run the other way <laughs> and defend um, and defend better. Yeah, we could. Better. As the manager, what do you do now after this? Do you deliver home truths, or how do you deal with? Kind yeah, of listen, done I mean, that, we're, Jeff, we're <laughs> two points ahead of Manchester Your United. Your ass is a shit We've hole. Been playing fantastic <laughs> on a great run and beating us twice, and we're two points clear of them. Wolves are having a great season; they're two points behind us. We're one point behind Leicester; we've had a great season. So there, there's perspective, and uh, um, we're upset because we come and we want to win the game because we're, we're a team and we're mm. footballers, and we know we're in a decent position. So there's no point in. Um, in me being down but I, I can't help but say the truth today it's a game we should win coming here tonight it's fucking good it's good I, I, I gotta I, I gotta compliment him on that you're right because it is honest and it is refreshing to see that uh, in an interview after a game and kind of it's 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 what I would want as I said yeah it's what I would want from Ole and a bit more from Ole I suppose thankfully we haven't been in a situation where we've dropped points too much we, we dropped points against Spurs who were fucking terrible um, <laughs> but Harry Maguire got absolutely shot on against Bergwijn we kind of discussed that last week yes, yeah, yeah. in terms of that I mean obviously since since that game they've gone on to win a couple of games so they are in third but it's the type of that, fight that the, you would want that, that you need to get in stay in the top four to get in the top yeah. four stay in it it's ultra competitive you know it, it's now a three horse race for two spots yes Um. You know, United have to go and deliver a, a top result against Villa tonight, or else it's you, you'd, you'd say they'll they'll struggle to yeah. they'll struggle to do we so. Are, we are in the, we are in the arena now of like every point is counting. Now every game counts. Everything, every, every goal, every game is a cup final at the at the moment. Yeah, every goal. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I re I really like the interview, and um, they did get a couple of wins since that interview, but also. They were so lucky against Palace to beat Palace three two. They were very lucky. Um, I think Chelsea. Chelsea, an in, interesting one. They've got Zewich, mm-hmm. Zewich, and they've got Timo Werner. And there's also talk of Havertz coming. Who's as well. who's Havertz now? So Havertz is he's from. <laughs> Hampton's here. <laughs> He's from Bayer Leverkusen. I couldn't remember if it was Borussia Mönchengladbach or Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah. It's Bayer Leverkusen. Their crests always confuse me, even though they look nothing alike. They, uh, yeah. Um, but no, he's he's having a serious season. I watched a little bit of Bundesliga. Do you remember when everyone was when everyone was into it? Yeah, there taking the, all the German teams. Yeah, back in April uh, for two weeks. <laughs> um, but what what I would say is, I think Chelsea Chelsea need to buckle up a bit at the back. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, but they're they're doing well they've had a really they play good football season. as well i think do, he's, yeah. he's done a decent job as a manager and i think they play um decent football and yeah you're right definitely about the the whole the gaps at the back but they have had some moments of some of the goals that they've scored that you've gone holy shit that guy pulisic is annoyingly good i'm not a he's child. come into his own when mm. he first came over you know didn't think much of him, but he the, the pace of the chap is the pace of him and the, the footwork is crazy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for he, a yank I know. <laughs> who who would have thought it? Leicester, interestingly. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Well, I do because Brendan is good for Rogers you, right? bottles it. <laughs> you know, let's talk about the uh, the twenty fourteen title. Yeah, yeah. Speak with Liverpool. Bottled, bottled it. <laughs> they um. But the thing about Brendan Rogers is, 
I just have an issue with the fact that he doesn't put lip moisturizer on. He's yes. always got chapped lips. Very chappy. You cannot <laughs> trust somebody no. with that level of extra skin cells on the lips. Yeah, yeah. No, he puts on a lot of lip gloss or, or Vaseline or whatever. It probably no, he doesn't. Gloss. That's the thing. It's oh, all, yeah. They're always chapped. <laughs> <laughs> he should, imagine he was like turning up with the big, beautiful lips. Well, uh Thanks, thanks for asking, Jeff. And that's, great, that's a great story you've got on there now. He th- I have to compliment him from the point of view when he originally came to Leicester. I was quite impressed by how they were playing at the start. Because I didn't He's a good coach. He obviously is, yeah. he's obviously he's a good coach. I um, kinda think he was he was a bit hard done by at Liverpool and by Liverpool he fans. Was, and and actually if they Liverpool should have won the league that year, mm. they just shit the bet against mm. Crystal Palace, as we all know. Yeah. Um but again, I think what you're I suppose what what he didn't do at Liverpool f- during those seasons was he didn't he didn't really shore up the defense, but they just had an unbelievable yeah. strike force. Luis Suarez could not Sturridge. stop scoring. Sturridge doing really well. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that was a season that you know Henderson started coming up a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for partnering uh, Gerrard in midfield and uh, all that crap. Yeah, yeah, all that all that kind of good stuff. Um, but yeah, the. At the back, I mean, this is pre-Virgil van Dijk. Yeah, it was Skirtle era. and, and what's-his-face? Uh, the Danish lad. Um, Oh, fucking name's gone. But anyway, tattoos. Yeah, God. Uh, Thought he was handsome. Ah, Jesus. Ah, what's his name? Ah, Daniel Lager. Daniel Lager. <laughs> Brilliant. But yeah. Daniel Lager. <laughs> Move like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they say he's no, got the moves I'm sure, like I'm sure they're sure they should have though that was a missed opportunity pool fans you're listening you're probably not because <laughs> you hate the first it, one yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah no I thought I thought Rogers was a decent coach but like um, and he because when they early on the season like Vardy was thriving again he was um, pure thriving pure thriving but um, I didn't like his like I would say like we'll probably have, we'll make a prediction now as to who's going to get in the top four I mean Chelsea are pretty far ahead it's theirs to throw away but between Liverpool or between Leicester and United at the moment United are behind but you'd kind of be backing Leicester to fuck up and United to, take, to, to overtake them if we win tonight I think really we really have a good opportunity. We also play Leicester in the last game of the season. So that's... that's that is good. That's a good one. At um, Old Trafford? No, I was at I was right. at the United-Leicester right, game okay. earlier this season. I say earlier this season, it was last it was August. like three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Or September. What was, who won? <laughs> United, dodgy yeah. Peno. Right. But uh, it was Soyunku. I think he barely tapped Rashford. Peno 1-0. We were playing terrible football. Right. Nothing happening in the middle, in the mids. But anyway... Um, just just to finish up on Leicester, you know, you look back to last season where they lost 16 games. Mm. Um, whereas you look at their season this season, obviously they have a few more games to go. They've lost nine. So that's a massive improvement for Brendan Rodgers. Lost the same amount of games as Man City. Chelsea, surprisingly, have lost 10 games. Yeah, yeah. So actually, United out of all of these teams, United have lost less games than City this year. Wow. But unfortunately, that doesn't translate into top four, but you just hope with the... As a United fan, obviously, with the five games left, 15 yeah. points on the board, you're going to put yourself in the mix. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. It's definitely going to be interesting. Top four. Uh, so this is including because the fifth place is basically going to come up. Come up so, so there's actually two places between the three of them. 
essentially. Chelsea, I think, have got it. So it's just between United and Leicester for one place. I think so. Yeah. Chelsea, unless they shit the bed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna be like controversial for. I think United are gonna do it. I hope so. I think it's gonna come down to Bruno Fernandez is who it's gonna come down to. He, he's the difference. And Pogba as well. Pogba and Bruno. Yeah. And just keeping the consistency, making sure the front three keep scoring. But watching Leicester against Arsenal, they don't have that midfield. They don't no. have that crew. Like, no, I thought, Le- I thought Leicester were very poor against very Arsenal. Very poor. I thought Arsenal looked very, very solid. The problem was with, with that game, and we'll, we'll move on to that now because we're moving on to Arsenal and the North London derby, but uh, Brendan Rodgers was actually, we were saying he's a good coach, but he got that wrong. He tried he to take tried Arsenal three, on three, at their own he? game. Did yeah. he tried 3-4-3? Three, 3-4-3 three? Three, three he tried, yeah, yeah. and it was like, th- their back three hadn't a clue. And that's where Arsenal fucked up. We should have been 2-3 up at halftime. Yeah, there was a couple of missed chances. Absolutely. Um, I thought Saka Saka is a serious talent man. Was mm. it twelve assists this season? Twelve assists, yeah. And like he's and been he's playing four, left back. He's four years old. <laughs> yeah. Was he four years old? He's eighteen and he's been playing left back and all months. that stuff. Um that was an interesting game. So what did you think about the R so the Leicester game was obviously our last game. It was interesting as an Arsenal fan, we were definitely good at it actually felt like a loss. Really felt like a loss. It it did to me as well because <laughs> Leicester got a point on the board. But yeah. no, I thought uh for that level of performance you deserve the win. There was Leicester offered nothing really throughout no. the game. There was a couple of half chances. What's That's why Rogers was annoying, man. Is it Martinez your subkeeper? Yes, Emmy Martinez. Very solid. He's class. Him between class. him and Argentino and Lennon, Leno, Lennon, Lennon. <laughs> That's him and John Lennon, mate. <laughs> he fucking McCartney and Lennon at the back. They're useless. Ringo Starr at right back. <laughs> <laughs> he's a yellow submarine at the yeah, back yeah. <laughs> just blocks the you know park the bus park the marine mate speaking of honest interviews let's have a look at Arteta after the game and, and what he had to say about a couple of incidents that happened in the game Mikel what's your verdict on the game tonight and also the sending off Looks like well I'm extremely proud yeah. of <laughs> our team the way we played Cheer the rain against this type of position how dominant we were. What I'm learning from all these interviews the first putting them together we is like where they cannot we should have gone three, four, nil up upset, and no. kill the game. And that's what you have to do against this type of opposition. With a red card decision, he doesn't see the player. You have to know that he's a young kid. He can be a red card. But then Leicester yeah, has to play with 10 men after 42 minutes. For which particular challenge? For one challenge that is between the 40 and the 45 minutes. That has to yeah, be offside. It's an interesting well. time. Uh, well. <laughs> Sorry, specifically which Gap challenge? Gone. One challenge that is between the 40 and the 45. Yeah. We've got a challenge that happened between 40 and 45. What did you make of the fact that referee... We'll talk about that, because technically Eddie that wasn't a challenge. But then really. went to the monitor himself. I don't understand the rules since I've been in this country the last year. I've never it's seen a referee check <laughs> any of the images. <laughs> Since he's been in the country the last rules. year, we can do nothing. Now. I can do nothing now. The majority of his career is yellow card, <laughs> and then he, he was Man City's head. Appeal uh, for the red card now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'll yeah. do so? And there isn't a possibility of a, a further <laughs> I know, game. No. <laughs> I don't know. How damaging the is it to lose him potentially four, three games in the running? Yeah, we lost two points. It is. It's a pleather. Today, that, in my opinion, we completely deserve. We lost Eddie. I don't know. They would decide now for how many games. It doesn't matter. We will go to. Against the Spurs again on Saturday, full gas to try to win the three points. Full gas. Full gas. Taking the positives, what about the quality of your goal? The ball from Mm -hmm. Ceballos, Saka's control and the finish. They played tremendously well. 
the fixtures that we are having in terms of time and recoveries are really, really difficult. But you can see the effort, the intensity and the quality that the players are putting in. That's what, again, I'm extremely proud of our players. Is, there a, is your overall feeling one of frustration of what might have been no, tonight? Question, isn't it? Might yeah. have happened. Yeah, but we have to learn as well that uh, so when you play against this opposition, you have to kill them. When you have them, you have to kill, kill them. them. And then Jesus, it's the fourth Mikael. time since <laughs> I've been here that we play with men. And it's not possible. For that long period to play like this against this opposition, you're going to suffer. I didn't like <laughs> the goal we conceded, but it's part of what it is. Mikhail, thanks for your time. Okay, thank you. Okay. Uh, I, I, I do think it was honest. Like, I do think, and I can see the... the uh, so, for those of you who didn't watch it, you probably fucking know, Eddie Nketiah gets sent off. And to be fair, up until that point, I didn't think anything of the Jamie Vardy incident. Now, if you haven't, I mean, you've seen already, like, Mustafi's face is left in bits after it. Um, but it wasn't even a challenge. It was kind of like a slip. They both kind of fell to the ground kind of a thing. And when Vardy was kind of falling, he swings his boot over. On When you look at it back, and yeah, I was the same. I barely noticed it, to be quite honest. Yeah. But when you look at it back... There is a slight unnatural movement in yes. the leg up to the face now. You know, in saying that, at the speed at which, you know, you're kind of falling. And yeah. there was, you know, Johnny Evans slipped in that game as well. Yes. Obviously, the but boys... that's because Bakayo dro- dropped the shoulders. Like, boom! He did drop the shoulders, <laughs> but, but the pitch the pitch looked like, you yeah, know, very Disney greasy. on ice. Yeah, yeah. There was, Disney on ice. Disney on ice out there in July <laughs> in North London. But, uh... It was yeah, it was a strange one. I don't think it was a red, to be quite honest. But I could kind of see when you look at, if you looked at it in the same light as the Inkedia challenge on VAR, multiple uh, replays. Yes, there might have been a there might have been a different decision there. The thing I think absolutely about the Vardy thing is the way that he's falling. He knows that his foot is dragging right, and he knows that if he swings, he's going to hit him. Now, I don't, and so I think he does actually do it to hit him, but he doesn't think he's going to cause any. I don't think he knew his head was going to be there. Do you know what I mean? So if they were falling and Mustafi was still kind of up, he wouldn't mind if he caught him in the in the knee or something, and it wouldn't have been as much. But because yeah. he hit him in the face, I don't think Vardy knew which didn't, I don't think he knew which part of the body was there, but he was kind of happy to let the leg flail yeah, there. Yeah, he did the, he, it was actually, he did the L surprise face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Afterwards, like, yeah. <gasps> Which the thing with Eddie was for, for for me was that he's trying to take the ball down out of the air. He's going for it, and just by the way that the impact happened, you that the the two of them hit each other. You knew Eddie didn't see him at all because he, did, he wasn't defending himself because he got full flattened himself. Do you know what I mean? It was uh, it was you, you know yourself when you play Astro. Mm. Obviously, at a very lesser High level, level. <laughs> lesser level than the yeah. Prem. You know, yeah. Premier League, but. Uh, I thought when I initially saw it, I didn't actually see the studs going on the knee. Yes. But unfortunately, studs to the knee. Yeah, that's you it. You know, we've, we've seen over. it before where... Leg um, breakers. Leg breakers, yeah. cruciates, whatever else you've got going on in the knee there. Um, meniscus. Do you know, can name some other <laughs> stuff. Shout out to Gary Regan. <laughs> Best luck, Gary, with, mis- uh, with your meniscus repair operation. That's actually Did tomorrow. You? Yeah. Or today. Yeah, uh, yeah. This weekend. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, Jesus. It is almost the weekend. But... Uh, yeah, anything. Anytime you get studs there, unfortunately, yeah, it was a red in my eyes. But mm. there is call. You would say, you know, Mikel's th- argument there that he's like you have to understand he's a young lad. That's not really an argument. No, you're it's a professional not. footballer. That's you know what I mean. I, I I just don't see. He's a young lad. He just doesn't know how to you know not yeah. stud someone on the knee. But Vardy studded someone in the face. You look at Mustafi. He put up a nice little. Uh, 
picture of himself <laughs> look hard as nails like Vinnie Jones. Yeah, yeah. It fucking, he looked like he looked like he had two bullet holes yeah, in his head. Yeah, like. but like, you know the studs nowadays, they're literally blades. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. sharp yeah. edges. So I do, I do, I actually take Arteta's point and Jamie Radnapp does talk about it in the punditry afterwards and he does go, look, by virtue of the fact that they've made that judgment call on, on Eddie not seeing the guy but, but it being serious foul play, um, he was like, yeah, I see Arteta's point. So it was, it was interesting. But having said, and, and like I, I, we were under the cosh then because I could see us getting tired. The team were getting tired and um, the, the, the kind of, the goal conceding was inevitable, but it was it was annoying because, as he says in that interview there as well, we should have been two or three up. We should have like Lacazette's got to put that header away. The Lacazette header, yeah, you know, that was that was a stonewall chance. Don't like, pff, like come straight on. at the keeper. Come but he's, on, he's he's been fairly poor this season. I don't like Arsenal fans. Gone? I reckon, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be. I really like him, but I wouldn't be adverse to selling him. You know, do you think well, Ozil's gone? Please God, where yeah. does he fit in? He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't fit into into any workman like team or anyone that's going to be doing a bit of closing down. He's uh, definitely into Miami. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Like, get over there. Three hundred fifty grand a week, man. Did I, did I ever tell you um, when I was driving to work when I lived in London? Right, right. Here's a here's a shite story for everyone. <laughs> I was driving to work. I worked in Stevenage, which is just north of London, and uh, lovely place. I saw this two tone BMW SUV. By two tone, I mean one half was white, one half was black. Right. A bit like Cruella de Vil. <laughs> and I was like, that's a really interesting car. I look over and it's Mesut Ozil. No way. Literally all the way on the A1M, all the way up to Stevenage. Um, not all the way up to Stevenage, about halfway up that road. We were literally, he was behind me, I was in front of me. So there was these random moments where we would literally be pulling up to the traffic lights and I'd look in and he, he definitely caught me staring at him. But it was <laughs> so random. I was like, so why mad. is Ozil here? <laughs> well, London Colony must be around there somewhere because I think it's outside of London, but That's north exactly somewhere. That's exactly where it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. He was, he was, I think it was actually the... I think it might have been just when he announced that he wasn't playing for Germany anymore. Right. Possibly. Do you remember that time? Was yes, that yeah, a f- yeah. couple of years ago, maybe? He, um, After the World Cup? Yeah, Would probably the sense? year after the World Cup, so maybe twenty. Well, twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was twenty eighteen anyway. But mm. but uh, anyway, that's mad. I just don't. I uh, crap story, but I just. Uh, just wanted to get that in there. That I, just, <laughs> I saw a person. I I I would be. I mean, I would be. Delo- I don't think I've actually ever seen any famous footballers, and they're the only ones that I would get starstruck by. I would never get starstruck by. Um, like I've seen plenty of famous actors, met them. Um, or musicians, all that, not doesn't interest me at all. But somebody told me once that Roy Keane went in for a coffee in the cafe that I worked in at the time, oh, and I wasn't there. And I was, I literally got the shakes. I was like, Jesus, I, do, I don't even know what I would say if I, I don't think I'd be able to. Say. Isn't that? Well, mad? Imagine meeting David Beckham. I, I wouldn't know what to do. And that, that hasn't just, played for decades. Like yeah, decade. yeah, yeah. Oh, it would just be crazy. Imagine on like for me, if Henri walked in, I'd be like. Good fucking Jays. I have Cantona to leave. for me. Cantona, or, yeah. Uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Jesus, I'd lose it. But I, I did meet Peter Schmeichel after a game. There's no like way. A little, uh, there's a little area uh, just out the back of the Stratford End mm-hmm. where the players come out. They sign autographs and all that kind of stuff. But uh, anyway, I digress because we've got the North London Derby to discuss. But I really want to get your take on it. It's all right. Because <laughs> this is the big one, man. This is the big one. This is huge. Can I make controversial? I don't think it's a controversial statement. In my opinion, football-wise and excitement-wise, in the last four or five years, it's been the most exciting derby in the Premier League. 
Um, well, let's think about the main derbies. You've got the Merseyside Derby, Merseyside Derby, which United City. The United City derbies this season have been great from a United perspective. The, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last game, particularly the two 0 Scott McTominay, the little banger. I mean, they're the only other two big ones, really, aren't they? Um, we, well, well, North Sun- London, Sunderland, Sunderland are gone. So, but that was always a great game, Newcastle Sunderland, because it was just fucking pure bitterness. Just people bitterness. trying to kill, <laughs> kill each other. Um, <laughs> um, Villa and Birmingham is gone. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, in the Premiership, that's the kind of the biggies. And then, like Liverpool City, is that a derby? Do you still call that a derby? I don't know, but because um, mm. they're from different cities for me here's why I think I, I think it's the best one talk to Scousers they know the Merseyside Derby is now one of the most boring games ever year on year it's just fucking well the nil all boring. there a couple of weeks oh ago oh my Jesus god Christ, horrific you'd mm-hmm. rather watch fucking paint dry it was horrific well I put the clothes into the dryer and they came out wet <laughs> wetter yeah yeah it was uh, that bad and then City and United isn't amazing for me because of the fact like City fans just aren't amazing are they they're not they can just but, be a bit dead but, but I will say the ones that actually are fans there's, there's a lot the of hardcore yeah 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 hardcore fans if you look at the footage from the game where City were, I think it was from last season. City, if they won, if they beat United, was it last season or the season before last? Season before last, I think. Yeah. No, it was last season. United beat them twice this year, didn't they? If if City beat United, they would have um, gone on to win the league. That's in, right. In front of the United. Now, you have a look at the away end, and there were absolute scenes Mayhem. in the away end. With the home fans throwing right. all sorts of shit in, right? And okay, yeah. So that is it. It's it's getting there. It's but it's because like now they now that you do mention those games, I'm remembering like Balotelli, why always me yeah, and all the that. Six like one. there was there were some great, there were some great moments, but consistent consistently not great. And the reason why I think the North London one is because they are like Spurs have been ahead the last three years in the league, but we're much closer. Well, if you look at, I mean. Depending on what way the Spurs game goes. So Spurs, if they beat Bournemouth tonight... Which they're really struggling to do. They the will moment, go ahead of Arsenal. Arsenal drop to yeah. ninth. So then you're looking at a, a one-point difference. We dropped to ninth. That's how tight it is around there. Yeah, Fucking you're, you're in eighth at the moment. Jesus. Yeah, so it's basically a Europa six-pointer. Mm. But it depends on, you know, what the what the aim is for the season. But I just I just think... It's going to be an interesting game from a, an outsider's perspective, a non-supporter's perspective, and it's always an interesting game anyway. Mm. Um, without the fans, it's going to be interesting to see if the intensity is there. I, I can't see it not being because you've got... The fucking bitterness, man. It's just, just hate still there. Just fucking... The hate is unreal. Like, even what Arsenal did and Mourinho biting on it was like... For oh, those of gas. you who don't know, Arsenal tweeted... When uh, Sheffield United beat Spurs, Arsenal tweeted a picture of Danny Ceballos scoring. Sorry, when uh, yes, Spurs lost to Sheffield United, Arsenal tweeted a picture of Danny Ceballos scoring the winner at Bramall Lane the week before. Going, here's how you beat, here's how you beat Sheffield United, <laughs> Tottenham. Tagged them in it with the two Y's looking off to the side as well. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> it was like I mean, I love that level of pettiness. Oh, so petty, and I was just like, and that's why they did it because. Mourinho would bite and, and he did and they'd he did. bring it up in the pe- press conference and he just fucking hook line and sinker goes you know if that's you know our our club I want our club to be bigger than that and all this shit it's like shut up 
His whole talking like oh song just fucking swung a fresh air there. Sorry, we're watching the Bournemouth game there. Swung song tried to catch a volley and he just nearly he nearly took his own head off spinning around there. Will there be another row at Yaris? I wonder. Yeah, that was that was brilliant watching Lloris and him go at it. And Mourinho, of course, is here's why it's also still going to be bitter. Arsenal fans fucking hate Spurs and they fucking hate Mourinho, and it's the perfect combination. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, you've got the Chelsea connection. Yeah, um, you've got it's the Chelsea thing, man. From my perspective, I, I don't. I so when Pochettino was there, he just had a real style about them. Yes. Spurs were a really nice team to watch. Yes, you know they were. Um, Even know, though they were a little bit long bally, I still they were a little I, bit, but, but I still admired the way that they played. You know, I know Ericsson knocked Ireland out of the the qualifiers there, mm. but. Brilliant, brilliant player. Yeah, definite loss. Him going to Inter. Um, just the way the, the style of play was great. Um, and look, you get into the Champions League final. It's not an easy feat. Blah blah blah. Then, on the other side to that, in in parallel, you've had Jose Mourinho that started really well with United. Left it in a bit of a sour way. Pogba pretty much wanted to leave. We were playing terrible football. He's left. He's coming to Spurs. And just the same, it, it, he literally is almost a parody of himself in that. Mm. He just reverts the form. He comes in all excited at the start. Yeah. He talks in a way where, you know, the fans get excited about him. Yeah. Then the football reality hits and it's just boring shit. Always. His football philosophy now, and style has always it, been always shit. B- it's always been shit. From my perspective, it's very, it's like a slightly different version to Van Gaal. But I don't enjoy watching Tottenham play at all. No, the I don't, I've never enjoyed watching any Mourinho team play football. And he has been successful, and he used the special one because he is he learned a formula of getting results at the time. But let's not forget, Porto won the Champions League that year when he managed them, and it was the most depressing year of football ever because the Champions League final was FC Porto against Monaco. Do you know what I mean? That was a bad year for football. <laughs> it's 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 just. I just think he's. I think as Miguel Delaney on Twitter made a good point. He's mm. he's he's well suited for international management. Yeah, yeah, that you, just, yeah. That's right. That was you roll a great in. Point. Yeah, you roll out. You shake it all about. You do the <laughs> hokey cokey. Yes, I think. I think. Yeah, he, Miguel's nail in the head, and that's a really good point because he's he's never been. I think somebody got the ball in the bollocks here in the Bournemouth game. He is screaming. <laughs> what is what's gone on here? They're all panicking now. Whoa, that was weird. Oh, this is a bit odd, isn't it? Um, Why were they all grabbing him as well? <laughs> all the team. This is Smith from Bournemouth is down. Harry Kane took a free kick and he smashed it into the wall. And Smith is like literally been rolling around screaming for the last few seconds. And look at the fitties he was doing, patting him on the back. Yep, that's what you do. <laughs> He's like, well, uh, sure, there's nothing we can do for you here now. The spray of the water bottle onto the bollocks there. I'll, I'll count them in a minute and that's it. He's on the radio now. Yeah, we, we, we found how many, how we, many found, we found three. <laughs> Here's the whole Here we go. That was in the stomach. Ooh. That's weird, isn't it? That was a weird one. He's looked just like, been overly looked dramatic. like he could have cracked a rib or something. It yeah, wasn't, it but now he's, he's absolutely, look at him now, he's absolutely fine. That was so dramatic, man. That was real dramatic. And that's what I hate about modern day football. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but what were you saying? Yeah, Mourinho. So I think with Mourinho, look, we'll see what happens, but... I, I think this is definitely going to be his last big, big job in England. I don't like the type of ball that Spurs are playing. I mean, look, no. they're, 
they're nil all against Bournemouth. I mean, how boring does it and get? Bournemouth are like gone fucking down the shitter. Yeah, they were. They were. They tried their best against United five five two. Yeah. Um. But look, I want Arsenal to win. Let's get as uh, a neutral. Can, can I obviously play the voice message for you? I, I won't play it now, but we had a, a message in from a listener who said he reckons some people think that uh, Arteta has gone to Arsenal at the wrong time because they're in the transition period and um, that they're not going to have the money that he needs to spend. And that Mourinho, that was, I didn't get to the end of that, Mourinho will outlast Arteta. Mourinho at Spurs is going to be more successful at Spurs than Arteta will be at Arsenal. Now, I know I have been very optimistic about Arsenal. Like, Unai Emery was a disaster there, mm-hmm. but I was optimistic at all times, just trying to go, well, let's just get behind it, you know what I mean? He's, he's here now. But I and I and so Sometimes I could be accused of being too optimistic about Arsenal, but I don't think Arsenal fans think that Arsenal are going to spend loads of money. We know we don't have loads of money to spend, but I, I genuinely don't think I'm being overly optimistic. I think Arteta is doing a, already doing a really good job considering where we were you know and what we have i think arteta coming in during a transition period is the most opportune time to come yeah i don't think he would have got the opportunity otherwise you wouldn't you wouldn't i mean when else are you going to get it i mean uh, a manager doesn't come in during a non-transitionary time yeah because the team are either the manager isn't happy there or the team are doing shit and they've been fired and then a new manager comes in yeah so there's it's always going to be a transition. Absolutely, yeah. unless unless it was a kind of a he was like working for, under Arsene or something, and yeah, Arsene yeah. Wenger decided to retire. To retire, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the only real option to come in during a transitionary period. I suppose with the squad in transition, that 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 might be where you're where this guy's coming from. But I think Arteta's coming come in at a, a really good opportune moment. Emery didn't do well no no he didn't he did what did you think of his first season he did he did okay the first season was like very acceptable up until the last seven games of the season we should have we lost out in champions league by a point and everyone's talking about that season being a disaster but like he pretty much we pretty much got like three points from the last seven games or something like that that's crazy we should have been in the top four like the game, the all, we dropped points and like we lost so many games in the last seven. We were there for Champions League, so therefore, and then didn't then were awful in the Europa League final. So therefore, it's like that that season is a is a failure, especially considering with where he got us to. Do you know what I mean? He we yeah. had to get into Champions League, and then there was no clear progression. It was no, it was like it maxed out. There was a continuation of the form. Yes, and then yeah, Arteta's come in. I think Arteta's done quite well from an outsider's perspective and this North London derby not only because of the points situation not only because of where you're at in the table I think it's going to be a good test of where Arteta is yeah. mentally yeah. with the the kind of weathered yeah weather, the, the manager a manager that is already weathered sorry we're watching the game here again and uh, th- I think I think it might be the same guy who was just down injured no he way. just got floored in the air the two of them went for a header I don't know why they're taking so long to get on the pitch he got he might he's unconscious look at him he's unconscious look he's Whoa. like a UFC fighter who's who's do you know when they just go stiff he's knocked out I don't yeah. think he's awake yeah they were way too long getting on the pitch check if his fucking tongue is there Oh, oh, he's gone. He's gone. And the Spurs wanker was telling him to get up. He was giving off that it was giving out that it was a free kick. Oh my god, this is bad. 
That is not the fucking. They're getting the pipes out straight away. This reminds me. I hope it's not that bad. But I was actually watching the game when Antonio Puerto of Sevilla in probably about two thousand and eight went down, and I saw the eyes roll back in his head, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" The poor fucker died a day later. But I don't think this is a sudden. I don't think they're gonna. They're not gonna show yeah because they're showing different replays. Oh, this is a penalty incident. That was looked like a dive. But yeah. Jesus, Jesus, that was mad. Well, update you on that now if, if the guy gets up or not. Yeah, no, um, I think also, Arteta, what people uh, are kind of a little bit, doesn't seem to be in the conversation now, is that as of the calendar year 2020, Arsenal are third in the league. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We were unbeaten yeah. for, a long, for a long time. Since the, since the comeback, it was poor. But like, to, to turn, turn around the career, like Granit Xhaka, he's now a linchpin in our team. Like, He's played excellently. It's like he was, he compared was, he was to where earlier on in the season good. booed off the pitch. Yeah, and yeah. now he's like literally, I, every time he puts up on Instagram, I'm constantly finding myself complimenting him. You were solid again. Do you know what I mean? That's what we need. <laughs> I'm doing the same at Maddich. You know, as, <laughs> as a man in, in my 30s, uh, when, I, when I start putting Instagram comments on. Yeah. But I, I just like questioning that, yourself. No, I think that like listen, I commented on, on, on Tony Adams on something, <laughs> and he and Tony Adams always likes my comments. It makes my day. Makes my day. <laughs> I've, I've had. I don't think I've ever had a football. No, do you know what happened one one time? This is really embarrassing. I thought Fellaini liked my comments, <laughs> but it was actually a fake Fellaini account. Oh, it was and I got then. so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Fellaini actually read my comments, but um. But yeah, that was that was basically that. Prediction for the North London Derby. I, I've been saying it for weeks now. I think it's optimism and I can't say see it any other way. Especially with form coming into the game. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go for an Arsenal win. It's at Emirates. No, it's not at Emirates, sorry, it's at Spurs. I'm going to say I think there'll be goals, a couple of goals either side. I think I, I I probably would say a draw. Yeah, do you know what draw is probably the most realistic considering it is a derby. Is yeah, yeah. Where I'm at. That's a very North London derby game. Yeah, Two the all. aggression. <laughs> the aggression is there. Yeah, I, I, and I guess we're but but in saying that, you know, bar the Jamie Vardy goal against Leicester, you've had a really good run lately of clean three sheets. clean sheets before yeah. that. Uh, scored a few goals. Um, I fancy us scoring more, like doing their defence more than the, them doing ours. And that sounds ridiculous with Mustafi and Louise at our back. But they did keep three clean sheets. And the reason why that uh, defence is becoming successful now is because of Granit Xhaka. Him and Zabayas are sitting perfectly in way, front of our defence. Zabayas pass <laughs> Saka. Filthy. Dirty. Absolute spice bag. I think... <laughs> <laughs> with with some extra peppers, yeah. um, it was very De Bruyne esque. I think they said yeah, actually yeah. on Sky Sports, yeah, and I yeah. have to agree, it was a lovely little looped pass or yeah. drilled pass through the through through the centre. But yeah, I think I'm going to go to you all. I'm going to say, if any team was to win it, I would probably say Arsenal on form. But I'm going to go. It's a derby. You never know. Right, middle of the road. Form is writing writing it off. Two two all is a, is a good prediction. I'm going to say uh, Arsenal two nil. And um, Leicester tonight. Who are sorry? United tonight. United tonight. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say three nil. Who are you playing against? Villa. Villa. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, away. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say two uh, one United. Two one United. Yeah, because I just think I'm just thinking from Grealish point from a Villa point of view, they are fighting. True. So it's just going to be horrible to to go and play. It's uh, just. 
just to mention, I think we mentioned it earlier, just around whether it was an unchanged eleven. He's gone for an unchanged eleven. Unchanged again. eleven. Very so that's that's something that I that's haven't good. seen much of, and and I'd be actually interested to see where Arsenal go in terms of. Do you think he'll, do you think it'll be the three four three three at the back at the Johnny? moment? Yeah, he's played it for the last few, and like it's kind of because what happens is um, when the opposition have the ball, it turns into a five at the back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Tierney and Bellerin or Cedric Suarez um, are. De- Tierney got man of the match last day. He's on top form. Um, he so is decent. He looks very good. He, yeah, yeah, he's excellent. Excellent. I'd, I'd seen. Uh, like, I did you see him with his Tesco bag? Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. But oh, gas. I, I did see a couple of his. Uh, I don't watch too much Scottish football, but a couple of the Celtic matches that I did watch, mm. he definitely stood out. Yeah. Um, big loss for them, from what I understand. Yeah. It's actually, well, I went to a Celtic game as well. Did I tell you that? How did you get tickets to that? Kilmarnock. Um, oh, Kilmarnock, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, in my head, I had old firm straight away, but you know. <laughs> but a player, actually, that I think would suit Arsenal really well is Edwards. Who? I don't even know who that You've is. Never heard of Edward for Celtic striker. Oh, yeah. right. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I have seen him. banging them in. Yeah, yeah. He's a bullet. Yeah. He's an unbelievable striker. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I, I think Tierney might. Give him the L. Come on down there, Eddie. Come on down. Good, it's, good it's, it's not that bad. <laughs> it ain't that bad, El Eddie there. It's funny. He said that in the in the, in the the interview afterwards. He was like, yeah, it's taken me a while to get used to, to London. It's not that bad down here. <laughs> like, that's what he's like. But he's like, he's it's so old school. Bad. He's so old school. He's like, well, that's pretty much the way he, he's so Glaswegian. He turned up to a game. Like, everyone else has their fancy Gucci fucking gear bags. He was using a Tesco bag. Like, it was all over the papers. I did and not see that. Like, that's unbelievable. That is class. And apparently, that's what you want, though. Well, apparently, like, he's obviously making decent money, but, like, he lives in a small apartment. He doesn't live in a fancy area. And during lockdown, he's been shopping for his neighbors and all that kind of stuff. He's a top bloke. Ah, uh, just, just a normal... Seems to have a good little cross on him as well. Ah, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. And there's nothing fancy, but you'll never see him do a step over or any tricks or anything like that. But he gets past players, ball into the box, shitloads of, of assists already, you know what I mean? Why is he a bit of Seamus Coleman, just in terms of his yeah. direct... Yeah, he's very British, play. very British uh, style of a footballer. Well, Coleman's... Irish job, I, but, but, <laughs> I, I know but, <laughs> but I mean like get to the no, touchline get though, the ball in that's yeah. it you know what I mean there's no he's not like Pepe or Ronaldo step overs or any of that kind of stuff but anyway that's I mean that's all for this week ladies and yeah, gentlemen yeah. we've out of time thanks so much Rob no bother Steve thank you for having me again not at all and uh, we shall see you next week if you have yeah, any comments you can um, what's Rob's uh, Robbie Metal at Robbie Metal on Instagram if you have any questions or if you would like to question his uh, this guy's getting stretched off I think he's dead as we speak may he rest in peace but send Rob a message on Instagram at Robbie Metal I'm at Hello Steve-O see you soon for more Football Pony The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.